0: hit here to DJ enough, and on today's go talk we got mr fat joe now fat joe means a lot to me man because he's always I always you know what is crazy about fat joe i guess him being a latino mc i always wanted his approval so you know it was always a thing for me to look up to fat joe because he's one of them guys kind of looked up to you know he's very powerful in the industry he was always to me a hit maker he knew how to make hits and if he didn't have a gazillion hits, he always had that one every single time. So you could always counter him for one humongous hit every time he dropped the project. Every single time. He was so damn good at it. It was my conversation with Fat Joe, y'all. Goat Talk. Goat, Goat Talk. talk. It's your man, Big Spanish DJ. enough this is Goat Talk. We got my man, Joe Crack, in the building, one of the greatest to ever do it in the building glad to i'm glad to I'm, I'm glad you're here brother oh man you know it's special it's special me. it's like you coming
1: home i am home. this is home this for is you. my home. this is your home no this is my home absolutely this is guaranteed
0: absolutely uh, and i feel that way
1: uh and so it's an honor you know they told me yo enough I had to come. Go you know, talk. I try to get a little a little lazy this week because it's the first week I'm back home. Right. Because I traveled so much, I'm, I'm I'm working so much. You're doing a lot that I was trying to stay home and be nice and lazy, and it was like, uh, uh-uh, you uh-huh. got to go down there and see enough. I was like, well. It's enough, we gotta go. That's it. So we here, what's up? I'm just trying to be in the same bag. Look, one of my good friends, Nori, got a show. Then Fat Joe gets
0: a show. Yes. So how come enough don't got a show? And now I got a show. Go Talk, right here, Tapping with TT. This is the new vibe, the new, this is the new big show on the big radio station with the big DJ. So shout to TT, shout to my brother Juski, and myself. Catch us middays right here on 197, 10 to 3.
1: This is where we at now. Man, you doing a lot though enough. Cuz I brother. see you. You're all Thank over. You, you know Thank you, you getting the bag all over. <laughs> you don't stop. And it's, it's trying, uh, what is it for you that keeps you going? I know we like to pay the bills, but It's the
0: same thing, man. I just love I love my job. I think that's what it is. I really love my job. I love when them two turntables and that mic and that microphone and that mixes in front of me. I feel like this
1: is my job and I got to do my job the best that I could do it. That's it. That's crazy, man. Because that's it. I just did a show in Germany. And it was 20,000 people. But the lineup was a little bit different for me. It was special, though.
0: Mm-hmm. It was
1: uh, J. Woo the Damager. No way. The Beat Nuts. Oh, wow. Uh, Product G- B&G. Havoc, Bob Deep. With Noid in them. Then it was Little Kim, Cypress Hills, Fat Joe. Damn. And so, you know... I'm constantly touring, but I never get to do it with my brothers. I started with Jay Wu, the Damage right, and the right. Beat Nuts and 100%. Batman Scoop and everybody. everybody. And so it was just like all of us was on stage hanging out. All right, it's your turn. All right, it's your turn. All right, it's your turn. And uh, and, and and I realized on stage in Germany how much I love doing this, you know, to, to, to be with the guys. You know, the Beat Nuts, they was out before me. And uh, when I was doing my album, my mother caught cancer. So my mother, at the time, they wouldn't let you spend the night in the hospital with the patient. Wow. So she was scared to spend the night alone. So I had to hire um, private nurses, registered nurses. Right. Those were like 2500 at that time at night. Wow. So I wound up spending my whole budget for my album on my mother's health care for, the, so for sure. the cancer. So I ran out of money. And if it wasn't for the beat nuts mixing my album for free, uh you would have never heard Fat Joe. That's love. No album. So it's special to me when I'm on there performing and they in the building and we all in the building. It was amazing. It was That's amazing. So love. I guess when when you when you work, when you do what you love to do, it ain't work. That's it. That's the key to success. Hustling
0: is the key to success. Money is the key to sex. Sorry, I went back to to, to your vibes. I was telling a story earlier. So this is how far I go back with this gentleman's name. I used to be Red Alert's apprentice at the legendary 98.7 Kiss 1440 Broadway right here in the Big Apple, right? And this is when Funkmaster Flex left his apprenticeship and started Hot 97. Now, I used to be in charge of pulling out and setting up Red Alert before he got on the radio so there was these things called carts and they would they would be put in a cart machine and on these carts would be drops promos sound effects and even exclusive records that maybe we didn't have on vinyl at the time because back in those days everything was on vinyl no mp3s no mp4s no wave files none of that so i got to witness my man fat joe's promo for red alert the actual Flojo record that started your whole entire career. So I was in charge of handing that to Red. Like, he goes, boom. And so you're
1: right. saying you was assisting? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's why we of love course. Enough. Yo, Enough, let me tell you something. That changed my life. Yes. So I did the Apollo. I won four weeks in a row. And that I, I remember. Red Alert. Yes. Red Alert came up to me and said, do you have any promo anything you could do? Give me for the radio. And so then me and Diamond D went and we made Flojo. I love that. He ain't playing for like four, like about two months. He had it. So I remember one night I got the flu. I never missed Red Alert DJing anyway. Um, So I'm on the couch. I'm dying. Flojo comes on. I jumped so high I hit the ceiling. I grabbed a big speaker. Put it on the window of the projects. Turned it up and started screaming at the whole project. Yo, yo, yo! I'm on the radio. You want
0: that. Everybody I'm on, on the ra- radio. They was
1: jumping up and down. The whole hood was so happy. Um, and that changed my life. You know that flow, turned into my single. That's crazy. Chris Lighty signed me, rest in peace, and it went number one in the country rap singles on boom, Billboard. Boom, so you know, boom, change your life. Sh- boom, boom, boom. I never forget that, man. You know, when we made it in Diamond D's house, he just started playing it. He was like, wee, wee. I was like, yo, that's hard. Then he threw the drums boom, bah, boom, 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 and bah, bah, boom, boom bah. You got a flow, Joe. You got it. It was crazy.
0: It changed my life. You know, seeing that video and seeing, like, you know, like with you being in that video, for me, it was like, you know, I tell people this all the time. Because look, we're celebrating fifty years of hip hop, right? And I keep quoting Ruby D from the movie Wild Style because he says, "If Ruby D is my name and I'm a Puerto Rican, you might think I'm black by the way I'm speaking." So I was like, when I heard that rhyme, I said, "Okay, this hip hop thing's for me too." I heard it. So to see you, to see you, to see you there, brother, was everything for me too. I saw you in the video. This guy looks like me. He has the fatigues on. He has on. He's this light skin complexion. Whatever. It doesn't make it difference. But you yeah. you represented us. So I was like,
1: if he could do it, we could do it. That's right. And That's everything. That was the whole point. But, you know, Latinos has been a part of hip-hop since day one. You know what I'm saying? But they chose to DJ. They chose to break dance. They chose to write graffiti. Right. We just ain't really had nobody in the forefront like that. Right. We had Tito. And if we From did, you ain't, fault. You ain't know. You know. We had Tito. We had Charlie. I think the two biggest... Latinos of that time. Well, three to us, but you know, it's Ruby D. But we had uh Whipper Whip, Charlie Chase, Whipper Whip from day one. Mm-hmm. But Charlie Chase, and I think Tito from the Fearless is the first Latino like, uh, like you saw, uh, it, right? Uh, superstar. Yeah. At the time,
0: with the Jerry, he was Curls, a superstar. He was a superstar. Jackets. They had hit records. No, they had it
1: too. They had hit records. So it was like they to me. It. He was somebody I aspired to be. I was like, wow, I want to be like Tito there from it The is. Fearless.
0: It and is. it's
1: crazy, man, because, you know, I hope he listens to these interviews, man, because I, I big him up all the time to let him know, you know, a lot of times you could believe in something, but you got to see it to believe it. So it was brothers like that that made me believe that it was possible for me to go to the next level. I remember when I was on tour with B.I.G.,
0: and I used to come home for my little runs. Joe used to always be like, Yo, so how's how's the road? How's Biggie? And I, in my mind, I didn't, I didn't. In the very early days of him asking his questions to me, I was always asking, "Why is he always asking?" And he was very good friends with Big, but I know you had a, a heavy set Latino who was coming soon, yeah. and so I think you were kind of navigating through the process of like what Big was going through. But I've seen everything. You know what I'm saying? I've seen Biggie have.
1: from day one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I seen what Puff did from day one. So, the very second I heard pun rap, I knew what I was going to do. Absolutely. The per- the second I heard him rap, I said, That's it. I got the Spanish Biggie. It's on. Dude. Like, I know what I'm going to do with this guy. We throwing Versace on him. We throwing linen on That's him. It. We making the fly Papi Chulo from the block. And we're going to make some hit records for the girls. So, I knew because I saw what Puff did with Big. You know, uh, one time I was in Biggie's house in Brooklyn. And uh, when we was talking. I had army fatigues on. He had a hockey jersey, a, a, a black with the yellow. I don't know what that is, right? He had a hockey jersey. We was just chilling. He was like, "Yo, come to my party tonight." This, this, that. He gave me some tickets. It's like, all right, He was like, "Yo, just fly." You know, this, this, that. Like, all right. So I come down there, and when I walk in the crowd, Biggie is on stage with a salmon suit on. With the fur, with gators, with the, I could, I never seen nothing like, I was just with him with a hockey jersey. You got the palladium
0: for that. Bro,
1: I was with him with the hockey jersey. I'm sitting, I'm like, yo, like, you know, I said, yo, you could do that. Like, you know, it was like, he was the first overnight success. Yes. He was the first person. And the only way I could explain it to you is like, what's going on with Ice Spice right now? That six months ago she was a regular girl from the Bronx and now she can't come outside. She can't be um, outside. Uh, Cardi B, you know, Cardi B overnight became the biggest in the world. You know, there's some people that are freaks in nature. Right. That they just blow up. So, you know, we went from Biggie being street to being number one, two, and three right. on the Billboard charts. We had never seen nothing like that. Right. Yeah. You know, and Puff. He's hip-hop, but he came from another background. He came from the see the fly shit. He came from uh, Andre Arrell, Uptown Records. Yeah. And so he knew how to make these records to go, go, yeah. go. And he knew he how to make everything fly. We would go to Puff Daddy's house. We didn't want to leave his house. Right. You go in there, it's white Silk sheets and bolts in the back. And, this, and you be like, yo, I want to live here.
0: Facts. Like, can I live in Puff Facts. Daddy's Facts. house? Facts. It
1: was totally different for us. Uh, I remember the first time Puffy came to see me in my block. He pulled up in the drop-top Benz and uh, and picked me up. I mean, the hood was like, yo, this dude got Puff yeah. Daddy coming to get him in the, in the thing. You know, it was yeah, crazy. just a whole different law.
0: It is a law whole
1: different thing, <laughs> Fat Joe,
0: man. So, um, talk to me about your process, about your book. Mm. Yeah, cause I know you put the book out, and you have a lot of very, very personal things about the book. Mm. Everything from your children to the trials and tribulations with your
1: friends growing up. Mm. What was the process like writing a book? It was painful, man. Very traumatic. I think my high blood pressure went up. No way. No, Really, really. Yeah? I never had high blood pressure in my life, and then... During that whole process, I felt like I caught high blood pressure because not only I had to write the book and the book was very traumatic for me, but I had to go everywhere and and do these interviews and keep breaking down what it was. And so for me, I always knew I was going to do a book, but I wanted it to be really, really transparent. Got it. I wanted people to really understand what it was like to be Fat Joe getting in the game Uh, where I came from. You know, my father's from Cuba. My mother's Puerto Rican. You know, my father, my father's a little bit lighter than your shirt. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, right? Mm -hmm. So, my father, you know, I remember when Tony Montana, uh, the El Mariel. My father and my mother chipped their money and they bought like a like a a whack boat, and he went over there because I got twelve brothers and sisters in Cuba, Right. right? So he went over there to get the kids. They only gave him two daughters, Lourdes and Mercedes. And they gave him like 31 Cubans he never met in his life. So he comes back, the boat sinks, the Coast Guard saves him. But then all 31 Cubans came to the Bronx and was living in my house. So Julio Ecojo, Cheche Cole, no like way. all these guys, and none guys he didn't even know, living in my house. You know, so when I'm going to school, I'm stepping on people. I'm, you know, uh, so I just want to tell everybody my experience in life and what I had to overcome. And keep a smile on my That's face That's a crazy story That's one of them That's So it's thing. like this book is just filled with so many gems That uh that, uh that I just wanted to be very transparent And let everybody know I've been through depression I've been through a lot of stuff I've been through best friends robbing me for millions I've been through everything But I've always maintained a smile on my face right. You know so I'm trying to let everybody know Don't let life beat you You could beat life You know you can keep a smile on your face And just always stay positive how do you have this great persona about yourself
0: we're going through all the trials and tribulations you've been through in life
1: i'm like you man i'm happy to be alive and okay. every day and i really mean it and as old as i get it's even crazier every day i wake up and the sun is out i'm like yo i'm up you know what i'm saying That's i got it. another day That's like it. what we going to do now what we going to do what's the legacy what we going to do today how we going to um do it bigger and bigger and um and me um uh, Even since I was a teenager, you know, I left my house when I was 14, you know, I hustled in the streets like I've always wanted the biggest, you know, and I'm not cool. Some people are cool with a mediocre life. Some people are cool with, you know, enough. I'm not. And so my glass is never full. So I'm always got my eyes on the prize. You know, look at this. Jay-Z's a billionaire. He's still going for a casino. Sweet He's that. trying to be the first black guy with a casino in Times Square, and I support that one million percent. That's crazy. Because black and brown people gamble all the time. Why we can't own our own? Everything. Casino. That's it. Yeah, you know everything. what I'm saying? But I, I, you know, this is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that fire to go to the next level. You want a piece of to the succeed. Hundred yeah. percent. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what I'm about. And every day that I'm able to wake up, I'm like, I feel blessed. Like yo, I'm up. I'm alive,
0: you know. That's that's the best thing. You definitely are. Yo, you know, we in summer jam season, and um I just wanted to get from your perspective the greatest summer jam
1: moment you remember. Besides your own. Besides lean back. So lean back was only out for two days, mm-hmm. right? And little John asked me to come out with him. And so I go on there and I do Lean Lean Back. Lean Back was only out for 2 days. Say Summer Jam's always on Sunday came out Friday. And man that joint came on. And 72,000 people started leaning back. And I remember I looked back. Like I couldn't even believe it. I looked back and Kanye West is hiding behind stage looking like like and I looking at that, yeah like oh my god. Like this is crazy. Um changed my life. That's one um uh, Summer Jam, There were so many, many, many legendary moments in Summer Jam. Um uh, I like one time we did uh who was it? I think Fab brought like Wu Tang out, Mob Deep out, Us out, Buster out, everybody. And it. it was just all of us our era. You know, we always do like a great tribute for DMX. Last year we did a phenomenal tribute for uh k slay k slay you about to know ask you about that yeah man k slay man These, uh i was thinking about him the other day like uh a lot mm-hmm. and you know k slay you know he's uh he is in the hot 97 i love that y'all got his picture up in the, the
0: in the booth, booth and yeah. all
1: that and you know he, he was keeping real hip-hop alive as long as he could always uh and so you know doing the tribute for him was amazing and and he was so impacted in the streets mm-hmm. That trying to get on stage. I was trying to fight to perform. Because it was just thousands of dudes backstage. I don't know how they got him. Everybody wanted to show their face for K Slate. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was it was nuts. Because he
0: fought for them. So, so- right they them. fought so for So they, they were like, yo, I'm
1: gonna be there for him. I'm yeah. gonna be standing there. I'm gonna hold it down for him. And so that that was one of my most memorable. Of course, you got the Jay-Z with, with Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. You got uh so many legendary so moments many. you know one time remy brought out latifah and mc light and brought that. out cardi was, b for the that first was, time that
0: was a dope one too. It was
1: cardi b's first big show right she brought out cardi b she brought out all the females with her that was legendary i remember when lean back one of the
0: times you guys performed it and literally thunderstorm at the same time lean back dropped it didn't stop nobody from leaning back it didn't stop nobody from singing and nobody from dancing that's how much in, impactful you were to our
1: audience yeah man Fire. you know that 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 lean back was a different type of thing Fire. man <laughs> even to this day you know what i'm saying is that is the gift day. that keeps giving it's, i love it you know it's crazy
0: i love it um um let's talk about let's talk
1: about the kids how how you how, how the kids doing everybody's great man you're doing um, good um, little joey is better than all of them little joey you know my first son is autistic mm-hmm. but i feel like little joey uh he overachieved you up. know what i mean he's like a don you know what i mean when he's sitting in the house when we all eat dinner together he sits in the don's chair and he looks at his brothers and sister and he just laughs at them. and you know he's a, he's a don my son ryan Ben graduated college he just opened his own business he's being an entrepreneur Love that. i almost cried Love you that. know when he called me without my help or nothing he was like yo dad I'm, i i bought this spot and i was just like wow that's amazing that's something that feels amazing to me my daughter turned 17 she's growing fast I can't she believe just made it. it to the 12th grade today i can't believe it that's crazy like i was at the baby shower last week i'm telling you <laughs> that's how it feels right everybody we tell Everybody, we tell when you get older and you hear people be like, yo, it just shot back. One day you're going to be saying that because I cannot believe it. It feels like I was on the baby shower and now she's 17. And uh, it's really, she's driving. And so, you know, I bought her a car for her birthday and a truck actually. And she won't let me do. If we need something from, from the bodega, she gotta drive. If we going over here, she gotta drive. We go over there, she got the fever. She got it. her car parked outside her window, and she just stares out. She car. ready to go. She be like, "Yo, dad, I just be sitting in the car, like I can't believe I got a car. I, I love, love it. it. I love you it. You know, bro. that's and, a and, great story. You know, man. she's my heart. She's my everything.
0: That's a great story, man. How's the wife doing?"
1: She's great, you know, it's Mother's hi. Day, it's anniversary, Everything, it's birthday, yeah. it's Christmas, <laughs> Lola Palooza. like, I don't know, man, boy, <laughs> they find something, boy, they find something all the time to spend a dollar, boy, I oh, can't, oh, yeah. now it's, you know, the summer's coming back, It's landscaping. They went and found the Liberace of landscapers coming with it. This is what your house could look like. I'm like, damn, you people don't take a break,
0: man. Don't stop.
1: It's love. That's part of the game. That's part of the game. game. I love it, too. I love to make my girls happy. I know you do. My whole family, you know. I know you do. My friends, you know, anybody who ever deserved a job, got a job, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, with the sneaker stores up in YC. You know, all my guys are managers of stores. You know, my nephew's a manager of the store in that's the Bronx. It. And so I'm able to feed um everybody who really wants to work. That's it. You know, not hands out, handouts. Yeah. Hey, you want to work? But anybody who really works and really could contribute to it, they got a job. That's, that's, right. that's one of the things I'm most proud of. Super love that. I love that you're doing that.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your first memory of hip-hop. And when do you think... Do you remember anything, anything Man, hip-hop? I don't
1: remember the first memory of hip hop. I know that disco music was killing, and then the BGs put the game in the Chocos. So for young kids that don't know, whatever Drake is doing right now, the BGs was doing that a hundred times worse. Yes. So every song of them, eh, I'm more than one. Like the radio was like The BGs. Fifteen BG records, a Stephanie Mills, twenty BG records, Michael Jackson. 10 BG, Like it was out of control It was yeah And then They created this thing Called hip hop And uh And I remember They used to uh, One of the first records Two of the first records That were ever spun in hip hop Was Break beats Was uh uh, good times. Yes. And then uh, uh, to be real, yeah. everybody wanted to be real even back then. To Geraldine, be real, to be
0: real, to be real. And then the and the, then cheek, the good times. Yeah.
1: Good times. Doom, 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 doom ba doom, 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 <laughs> doom, 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 I remember the other day I was listening to the radio and um, uh, the instrumental for heartbeat. Do you remember how you felt when you heard? Yeah. Doom, <laughs> Boom, 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 boom,
0: boom, boom, boom man and so we
1: was running the Bronx was running hip-hop for a long time besides treacherous street that was kumo d and them from harlem um fearless from harlem and then i was at a uh talent show in junior high school mm-hmm. and everybody kept coming playing that um. Uh, Lights, camera, action! Kumo, yes. Remember that. De-action. So, every everybody was rocking it. Everybody was doing their dance routines to that. That's that thing. But three girls. I really wish because this is so much a part of my hip hop life, my history. Three girls came out to dance from my um, junior high. And they drop sucker MCs run DMC, and I'm in the South Bronx. That's created 84, 84. Hip hop, listen, created hip hop, bro. I watched 1,000 kids in junior high school look at each other and go, "The game is the game is over." Run DMC just demolished. They they took the new baby sound baby. that like you knew from that one play. The game has oh, changed.
0: changed.
1: The Bronx was the old school. This is the new school. Like it was like I watch everybody like this. And it's almost funny the way you broke down FloJo to me. I always wish I was a fly in the wall in Philadelphia or, or Boston and see little uh Latino kids, see Fat Joe come out for the first time FloJo. If I could have just been in their house to see their face to be like, "Oh, we got one." That's it. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that's sort of like how I felt when I discovered Pun. When I heard Pun, I was like, oh, we got one. Like we, we got a big boy. Like this guy's one of the geniuses. Mm-hmm. And so uh so I actually was with 1,000 people when Run DMC played for the first time. And everybody had the same everybody discovered America at that, 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 that moment, time. everybody was like, <laughs> like if we could just say keep
0: playing that record keep playing that record that was it. Joe, you're probably one of the greatest storytellers I I know. And not just in rhyme form, but in real life. Sitting here talking to you, you get so
1: animated when you tell your stories. Where you get that from? I get that. You know I grew up in a building. I grew up in a projects, right? right. So I want y'all to really understand this, right? In New York City, we got projects that my projects were 14 floors uh, 144 apartments, everybody had nine kids. Forest, forest projects, okay. so we had Trinity, yeah, so we had a thousand five hundred people in my one building. My project got 20 buildings in two block radius, so I grew up with ten thousand people. Do you think about somebody a family, normal family? Got a house, three kids, and then somebody else got a house. Yeah, I grew up with
0: 10,000
1: people. people. So I grew up with the stank girls. I grew up with the, it. With, with the Like, I mean, we would, t- we would be in front of the building to six in the morning, telling snor- uh, stories, choking on it. E- horrible. Like the things they would call my mother and father were horrendous, but they were funny. Like, you know what I'm saying? They would, we would just make fun of everybody's mother and this. And then for hours and hours and hours of doing this, I developed, you know, a great uh essence of storytelling, you know, of putting you there. And so the art of storytelling is that's it, me telling you a story, we could be right here, and then you feel like you're in the jungles of Africa. Mm-hmm. And then right now the the zebra ran by. Woo, and then and then you like, oh wow, this is yo, this is crazy. You gotta be able to see it. All right. And so um, I got that from where I grew up, man, but it's hundreds of animated guys, hundreds of animated girls, and, and you know, just doing this every night with them, every night with them, every, like, it's no big deal, so now, like you said, everybody says this now, yo, Fat Joe's one of the greatest storytellers in hip-hop, but to the guys and the girls I grew up with in the Bronx, they're like, Psh joey been doing this since 14 years old, since 10 years old. It's been has <laughs> been going on. um, And so that's crazy. I remember one talent show at that talent show that i tell you I heard when the see. Yeah. One of the things, I went up there and told the story. Like, that was my talent. I went up there and told the story. And remember my story? sister was mad at me because she was in the story. Tell me the story. And I, was, I don't remember, but I was making fun of my sister. So everybody thought it was hilarious. But when I got off, you know, my sister could beat me up you know 12 13 years old my sister was tougher than me so i kind of like got my ass whipped for telling that story about my sister it was the like the story. everybody loved it it was like it was it was everybody was on the floor dying laughing except your sister nah she ain't feeling that
0: <laughs> she ain't feeling that oh my god remember your first uh your first what's your first memory on ninety seven? period wow mm-hmm. My first memory, I'm gonna tell you, my
1: first memory on High 97 was meeting Angie Martinez, and she was an intern. Mm. And I remember telling her I'm gonna be the biggest rapper. I'm Fat Joe. I'm this and this and that. And I remember her looking at me like this guy's on drugs. (laughs) No, no, straight up. Like she couldn't even hide. The face wasn't a poker face. She was looking at me like You know when they're looking at you like that, like, come boy, please. You know how many people come up here and say that? And we joke about that all these years later. 30 years later, she'd be like, you remember the time you came up and you told me in this? And I'd be like, yo, but sis, we did it. (laughs) You know, that's my first uh, thing with Hot 97. I remember cheating on Battle of the Beats. I used to call up and be like, yo, play, Joe. Yeah, him, yeah, play Fat Joe. Then call him, back. Play Fat Joe. Then I'll call him. Oh, yeah, where I said Fat Joe? <laughs> yo, this, like, I'd be on the phone. We'd be lined up. Like, back in the days, they used to have them public phone booths. And we, it, me and my boys would be over there calling Hot 97, one 800 9 We'd be like, yo, 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 that Fat Joe was crazy, man. Play that Fat Joe for the Bronx. Uh, cheating on the Battle of the Beats. love that. Uh... I remember the first show I got in a lot of trouble I don't know if we can say this here You can edit it if you want But um, Hot 97 threw a show In Lehman High School In the Bronx And it was sold out And this one, Flojo was number one So I'm like Every other young rapper Cocky Thinking I'm the biggest This So I show up with 100 people And when I show up with 100 people uh, The guy at the door Was like Yo you can't come in with all these people And I'm like What do you mean I'm in the you know, they came to see Fat Joe, because they did come to see Fat Joe, of course, with Hot 97 playing my music. So I beat the guy up, and the guy turned out to be one of the bosses of Hot 97. No way. He stopped playing my records. Oh. So my whole second album, almost third album, they wouldn't play my record. So I kept coming back, begging him and kissing his ass and begging him, yo, could you this? And he'd be like, nah, I'm not ready to squash it with you and then i used to have people tell him yo but joe's a good guy he was young he didn't know this this that <laughs> i used to beg tracy like tra- you know i bought that you that big doll you ever seen that the big teddy bear. the teddy bear you in pun. the office you i bought that teddy yeah. bear right, right. and that was part of bribing her to convince this other guy i don't want to see his name to finally forgive me And so years later He finally forgave me It was like Yo Fat Joe It's all good I was like Yo I was young man I was stupid I ain't know no better So we squashed the beef But part of the truth is Tracy loved them 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 Fluffy Things One day I showed up here With the biggest teddy bear in the world From F.A.O. Schwartz Mm You know what I'm saying? And I was like, y'all, and she money. loved it. Her money. smile was over here. Her smile was like from cheek to cheek. I got her. I was like, yo, man, broken the piece, man. I need the peace. They sat there in front of the programming department for many years. Still here. Nah, the bear is here. I
0: don't know if they still
1: there. Oh, no, the bear is here. Really? Oh, no, the bear is here. Look for it. Yo, go find- get the bear.
0: Go, find, Yo, the the bear. bear's go here. find the bear. Go find the bear. I
1: bought the bear.
0: You're gonna look for the bear.
1: What's crazy is I see. You know how I know? Because a lot of these young artists they come up here and the they sit the on the bear and oh. they sit next to it. I be like, Yo, I I bought the bear. <laughs> like I'm the guy who We're bought the, the bear. bear. We're see no, look for the, we bear's the here.
0: bear. We're gonna see if we find the bear. The
1: bear's here. Somebody go look for the damn bear. I'm telling you, the bear is here. I got right. pictures with the All bear.
0: Right. I believe you, Joe. Of
1: nah, course. I got the bear, but you know, uh, big mistake. Big mistake thinking I'm bigger than the radio station. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was a huge mistake. Artists out there, don't play yourself, man. You know, uh don't play yourself. Leave mm-hmm. these guys alone.
0: <laughs> Fat Joe was notorious for putting a DJ or two in a van. That's what that's that's what happens, Pop. People get afraid.
1: People well, get afraid. You know, I just felt like my life, uh all <laughs> enough. My life depended on this. Right. It's 30 years later. I knew this is my only way out. And, you know, some guys... You know, I remember one time I came to you. I don't know if you remember. I remember. And you wasn't feeling one record. I don't know if it was Get It Poppin'.
0: No, I think it was What's Love. You was mad at me Not because, What's Love. I think you were mad at me because I didn't play What's Love fast enough. Listen. And that's your so biggest So I come hit.
1: and meet with this guy, right? So <laughs> I get real Puerto Rican with him, right? So I sit down with him in the diner. And I bring... Tons of paper that show that this record is number one in the country, number one in Chicago. Bring the bear in. Bring the bear in. Bring the bear. Bring the bear in. Put the bear oh, right here. Look at the bear, yo. yo.
0: Bring, the bear bring the bear in. The bear is here, y'all. Yo, I bought the bear. Okay, it's the bear specific. is here. Put the bear right here. So get the shot. Put the bear right here.
1: Wow, look at yo. You talk about. You talking about? Ah, oh, look at the bear! The bear still Yo, here. Let and me tell you great something. shape and in great shape. Look at that! Look at that! Let me tell you what something. What year was that, bro? Oh my God! That was a hundred years ago, man. It was. This is a twenty-five-year-old bear for sure. This is a twenty-five-year-old bear, and, and I had to bribe her because she loved. She keep these stuffed animals, of course. Joe Crack, you know, I got to get the F.A.O. Schwartz bear that everybody wants. You know, legendary. What was the story I was telling you? see the Uh, band?
0: You had paperwork to show you how big this record was. So
1: I came to him. I said, yo, first of all, I had to, and I never did this with enough before because he earned his position in hip hop. I earned my position, not due to anything else, but to talent and skill. Mm -hmm. But I had to once in my lifetime bring out the Puerto Rican card and be like, yo, bro, you bought Equal, man. What's up? He was like, Joe, what's the problem? And I was so I showed him Memphis, Tennessee, number one, L.A. number one. This, 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 this. Then he looked at me. He was like, Yo, you right? I said, Yo, it's number one. Why you ain't playing the record? Never, after that, we never had a problem in our life. But I actually brought you, know you what the it, receipt. You
0: know what it, what? it was? I think for me and my brain, because you know I come from the boom bap era. Yeah. I come from the. So you yeah.
1: saw Fat yeah. Joe as that?
0: I come from Premier. I come. Even Biggie. When when I first heard the Hypnotize record for Biggie, I wasn't a big fan of it. I was still thinking... You know, of, I was there when Biggie... I was,
1: I was in the studio when you know, he wrote Hypnotize. I was,
0: I was still in Unbelievable Mode. I was still in oh, you Kicking that, the Door. Don't, the, don't, the, don't. That New you, York, yeah. That's that's me. It's not... And I don't know if it's a fault, but sometimes you don't see the marriage when the record's growing and... You, you know, it's like that... It's supposed to be big. It's
1: like that for me. Even like, for so, big, it ha- big. Big hated half the records that... Puff Daddy was saying, No.
0: He should have recorded.
1: Let me tell you something. They, they, I didn't hate it. I, I used to go to the Track Masters. I used to hang out with them oh, they were good. in their house and everything. And they were giving everybody and they mother smashes. And every time they gave me beats, it would be like Flo Joe beats. Right. So underground. They'd be like, Nah, you Flo Joe. You the real deal. You army fatigue. I'm like, Bro, I want to pay the bills. You gotta grow I need up. a hit. You grow Let up. me get a hit. And they wouldn't give me a hit. And I remember the time when I got, we dug in Ron G, right? Because I never knew that Ron G produced for anybody. He hit yeah. me up and said, yo, come by my house in Harlem." He said, I got something for you. So he gave me a beat. We went in front of Jimmy's Bronze Cafe. I threw it in the Sky Blue truck with the system. And it came, and it was, we dug in the beat. And I was like, we got out and started dancing around the truck because even though we were cool with hit makers, mm-hmm. They didn't think they didn't see fat Joe was what's love or we dug into nothing like that. Cause I was so boom back army fatigue. Um, it's crazy because I just came from SOBs. The locks are doing a documentary. So I came from doing uh, an interview for them and the owner of SU SOBs comes out. He owns it for 40 years. He says, yo, man, you know, the first time I seen fat Joe, I said, what? He said, krs one was doing a peace, Stop the violence thing here. Yes. And here you are in the middle of the dance floor dancing with a gun in your hand. He was like, yo, <laughs> he was like, this is crazy. Like, how are you going to be at the stop the violence with the gun in your hand? What's you wrong with you? Like, you and so that's the first time the owner of SOBs ever seen me. He was like, yo, who's this? They was like, yo, that's fat Joe for the Bronx. He was like, yo, this guy's crazy. Um, But we were crazy. So everybody saw me as that. They they didn't see me as a hit maker, you know. And I remember I did my verses. And when I went to uh, R. Kelly Mm -hmm. and he went to do the hook, the track masters was there. They were looking at me. They were like, you could do this? I was like, yes, I've been telling you I can make hits. Like, they didn't understand it. They couldn't (laughs) believe it.
0: And now you're one of the most incredible like, executive producers of all time. You pick those hits. Like, yeah. you have it in you, bro. Yeah, You're one of the greatest a in, in the game, ever.
1: So what, thank you, but I always taught myself, I always looked at myself as a program director. That's right. And so when I picked beats, I picked as a program director what I would be allowed to play. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I made so many hits. I would look at it like, all right, so if I'm... The program director at Hot 97, would I play this song? Would the girls like it on Sunday afternoon? Would the, would the And that's how I would make my hits. That's how I would make my hits.
0: That's cool. I'll tell you man.
1: another story. I used to be afraid to fly, remember? And I would yes. go everywhere in the bus. Yes. So I always lived in Miami and New York. I would always go to South Carolina. Don't ask me why. Coming up. And I would go through South Carolina and turn the radio on, maybe on a Sunday or something, okay. driving back to New York, and I would look at the kids playing around in such a peaceful place, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, if the radio play these songs on South Carolina, on a beautiful day with the kids playing, then I'm good if I make a hit that sounds like I could play it in South Carolina
0: mm-hmm.
1: on an afternoon day. Mm-hmm. That was, it was just a weird thing I had they, would they play this in South Carolina?
0: You had that programmed in your head
1: yeah, I had that I had that Because when um, The only one good thing Atlantic Records ever did for me Other than make me rich Was um, Craig Common would tell me in my face He would be like Yo, you as good as your last year He said You're not Beyonce You're not none of these people You can't put out four songs To one of them cats or You're not none of those You are one and done, brother So you make sure you pick that song That's gonna win Mm. And so I would say 19 out of 20 times I would pick the winner.
0: Give you a lot of pressure, huh?
1: A lot of pressure to make sure it was out the park. But thank God that's why I got so many hits.
0: I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm smiling like I'm so proud of you, bro. It's just so thank big. You, it's big.
1: You want to know who's a good storyteller? Who? Me. Because no, somehow somehow we get the bear in the interview. <laughs> How we got the bear, man. Of bears, bitch. This is legendary The bear is in the interview We found
0: the way So explain to me about um, Your book or your life story Becoming a one man show What's that about? Break well that down we me. doing a one man down.
1: show So say like a John Leguizamo yes. did A Mike Tyson yes. mm-hmm. Beastie Boys yes. uh, Bruce Springsteen yes. So I'm going to be telling the good and bad times of my life So from my book it inspired us to do a one-man show. Dave Chappelle is uh, introducing me. I love that. And we're going to do it in front of you. are going to be there. We're going to do it, God willing. we we all going to be there in somewhere in Manhattan. We'll do one in Apollo to get that, that Harlem World vibe. Yes. And then we're going to do the same show down in uh where the plays are. Because I'm trying to win a Mark Twain Award. Cool. You know, that's the storyteller of the year. Yes, yes, So I'm trying to do something like that. So it's not comedy you're going to laugh. You, you're going to cry. You know, it's just a journey of my life, man, that. of different things that I've been through. I got so many stories. Are you preparing for that? Nah, that's you off just, the rip. You just got to do it off the head. You got boys like that okay, from yeah, Brooklyn yeah, that they just, yeah. you know, they always tell a good one. You know what I'm saying? I got Middle it. Middle finger
0: to Chuck, chill out.
1: Yo, Chuckie!
0: Middle finger to Chuck, chill Chuck, out. Chuck, Chuck chill out still thinks he's a goon. No, he is a goon. No, no, Bronx. he
1: still he thinks he's tough He still thinks Look, He said knock it off Joe here. Yo Chuck Nah nah Cause I see Yo, Chuck Yo come in here and Say Yo, hi Chuck. real quick I man see Come inside, on Chuck I see Chuck in like pictures And all that on in Instagram He always got the ice grill still Always on, Yo Joe. Chuck Hold up man Yo, it, Joe. Yo Chuck Yo, Let Yo all you I know, you know is question. this Yo Chuck All I know Yo, is Joe. this Yo, Chuck. Yo
0: Joe Me and this guy In the last couple of weeks We've done so many interviews Like for the Yo, 50 Chuck, years of hip hop the pictures He's yeah. just He's just so He's just so gangster I love you man This
1: this is, a, this is a. You know what? Smile back, back in day. Out, You didn't smile back I didn't, in smile day. Back in the you day. didn't smile back in the day. But I'm old now. I smile now, Chuck. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> man. I be looking at the pictures on Instagram, and Chuck, he still got the eyes. Yeah, ass, you know. Chuck, a. That's the a
0: legendary Chuck. Chill out, y'all. Beyond the legend, legendary.
1: Beyond the legend, an All icon, right. uh, uh pioneer, hip hop, and hip hop radio. Yeah, no, I've been and...
0: with him like the last couple of two three weeks we've been doing all kind of interviews 50 years of hip-hop this 50 years of hip-hop that disney espn the just the the, the terrell brothers like there's so many so many interviews we've been doing and it's crazy to see his perspective on like his story coming up from the bronx and you know chill out out. one of the greatest to do it yeah absolutely
1: career absolutely absolutely Absolutely. unsung Career Shot and then I the hear bone. him on the radio going off, and he and he takes it like it's day one, like nothing. No, no, no. He fights for his life. He nah. plays them records. Now nah, he goes in. He goes in there to let you know Chuck Chill Out is here. Yes. And so what you got to understand it in hip hop, right? Even producers, I can hear Primo through the music. I know that's Primo. I know that's Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know that's the uh, Pharrell. I know this is Timberland. I know this is Cool and Dre, right? And so with DJing. You know who's who without saying nothing. If you really study DJs on the radio, in the streets, or whatever, you know who it is. You know the diff- You know when Pretty Lou grabs the mic, bro. Right. When Pretty Gro- Lou grabs the mic, I don't care who you are. You know you're like, Oh, it's that guy. Mm-hmm. He coming to right. You know, and so that's how Chuck Chill Out when he goes on there. You know, Chuck Chill Out did his two hours. This is what it is. Red, same thing. You, same thing. Uh, Camilo. Yes, sir. you know they talk. You you know we can hear. You. It's like you rapping, mm-hmm. playing music. It's
0: like we're like I told you,
1: I heard you on BLS, and you was catching a body like right. That's on a good thing, y'all. I mean, that means that's that a good means thing. he was killing it. No, I was listening because because enough is so current. Right, right. So enough hasn't allowed himself to get old, believe it or not, because he's on the radio and he got to give you. The newest music. So he knows all the drill, all of it. He just so caught up in knowing the newest, the real, the new thing that's going, the next thing that's going. Um, But how could you just go and say, all right, I'm going to Old School Station I'm going to play the Mama used to say, take, take your time, time, young man. man. And yeah, I'm like, it. yo, he's in his bag. Like, I'm in my bag.
0: Like, you can't do that. Everybody can't do I'm that. I'm just reminiscing the days of like Ralph McDaniels, like you know that, that's my history like without Ralph McDaniels Daniels I wouldn't do any I wouldn't know anything because I lived in Brooklyn and I know I know this for sure a lot of parts of the Manhattan and the Bronx had cable we didn't
1: we didn't but, have cable for
0: some reason I don't know why maybe this wasn't the because city the wasn't the place was, I know Queens had it the city it. wasn't so wired so I used to
1: go watch Mike Tyson fights in my mm-hmm. uncle's house in Woodside right, Queens right cuz cuz he had cable right we didn't have cable in the
0: Bronx yeah but me either By the time I got cable BT was already celebrating in his 10th year on the air. I'm like, I'm like, what? 10 years? Yeah, Donnie Simpson and and the girl were celebrating 10 years
1: of My that, man was that, flying that show. With the green yeah, eyes, of course. Donnie Simpson. Yeah. You ever seen that interview where he he shot a shot at Sha Day? Nah. He forgot the whole interview. No, I forgot. You got to no,
0: Google that. I got to peep that
1: one. Google that. He went Donnie at it. S- he forgot the whole interview. <laughs> he was like, hey, I mean, you're so amazing. You're so beautiful. I mean... He just forgot about the um, I, I You know, I've just been waiting to meet you. <laughs> and you're even more beautiful than in the videos. And in the... The whole interview was him shooting his shot. No way. I said, she's like... Looking at him like... She knows. Like, yo, this guy's shooting his shot no way. on TV. But no like, he lost his cool with Sade. He lost his... He just was going... That's the whole interview. He didn't about one song. It was like trying to get with Shade.
0: Fat Joe's message to the New York Knicks. What is it?
1: They should have got Donovan Mitchell while they had the chance. They okay. didn't want to give up R.J. Barrett. They, you know, we needed the lights out, bonafide, young superstar. We usually get guys after their prime. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they made a mistake with that. I'm proud of them. You know we ain't been in the second round in 23 years. Um but uh we got to make some moves. I I, I don't really want to get nobody pissed off or nothing like nah, that.
0: it's so good. It was just a message for them. This yeah, one.
1: yeah, but I can't tell them exact. I got ideas that sound like horrible, but you know, you got to make some trades. This year you should make some trades. You should you you should get some more um team spirited players. You know, because that could break your whole chemistry when you got people who ain't Absolutely. team players. But I love our nucleus. I love our coach. I love World Wide West and Leon Rose, what he did. Um Dolan, the whole organization did a, an amazing... I haven't felt like that since Ewing and since uh, uh Larry Johnson and Starks. And yes. I, I, it can be... I, spree well i haven't felt the garden like that since then so thank you for uh a magical year uh, i gotta take my flag off my house you know in my house i got the nick flag of course how long is it not keeping it real like our season is over i still got the flag up you're keep, you keeping it more than real i'm keeping it more at what point should i take it off enough because i would have took it down already because they lost That's, <laughs> it's time right <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, I got to do it I think I'm playing myself Like that's I got it. the Nick flag at it's my house good.
0: It's all good Yeah you showing real love
1: You're that's, a real New my, Yorker for life
0: For life No matter where you team. live You're a New Yorker for life No, no, I life. live
1: in New York And I live in Miami that's Miami's it. my second home I, I just love that You know, here It's hard for me to walk down the block Right I'll tell you why Because It's the gift and the curse You know I know everybody like I know everybody. If somebody tells you they know Fat Joe, they're not lying. They knew my sister. They know my brother. They know my aunts. They know my uncles. So I'm going to keep it real person that the minute I walk out of Hot 97, somebody stop me. Could be the Frankfurt man, but he knows my dad. I got to talk to him for 30 minutes. That's it. I cross the street. I go to a store. I see somebody, one of my cousin's best friends. I got to talk to him. And so everywhere I go, it's like a collision course. I got to talk to these people and really vibe with them. In Miami, I know them, but I could do this. Like, yo, what's up? Yeah, all right, cool. And keep it moving. Got you. That's the difference of New York and Miami. They let me be. That's love. Be, you know, if I see people, sometimes I go to the supermarket, you can see Lil Wayne there. You can see right. everybody. And it says, yo, what's up, what's up? We all keep it moving. Yep. You know, over here, I got a talker. They're going to go back to the about That boy done changed. Yeah. They're going to go back to Bushwick, <laughs> Brooklyn, talking about that boy to change. Like, right. so I got to stop and talk to Tito Sunshine. I got to talk to all these. So, you know, in Miami, they let me just chill, oh my you God. know? So that's how, that's why I love Miami so much. Yo, so, you know, technology's
0: changed in so many different facets to your smartphone, the recording studio to whatever does. How does Fat Joe record in 2023?
1: Man, I haven't recorded. I did, uh. For DraftKings and my brother Seth Free, I did the song The Game. Right. With, uh, Jada Kiss Styles and Brick Ross. Uh, my man Five Mikes got a remix out. Shock Five, Five Mikes. Mikes. He got Kit Capri introducing us. He got DMX. Yeah. On there, Little Mama, me and Five Mikes. Incredible song. You need to be on that. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Five Mikes. And so other than little features I pop in, I ain't really been recording. You know, I got three TV shows coming out this year you know i'm opening a bunch of businesses you know not just sneaker stores you know i got the hair coloring dye it's going to be for beards and for hair and uh and with every color, every Send box a pack, I gotta do mine no, I, I, I've been looking at you You yeah, gotta, do you with gotta mine. be a, a free I do, customer I do it every
0: Wednesday but I, I gotta put I, you I miss, on automatic I missed my
1: last Don't week appointment Don't ever do it Because <laughs> your wives be telling you That you look better with gray It's a lie <laughs> Why look 10 <laughs> d- look ten years younger <laughs> I know Don't let you. these ladies tell you that They over here I just weird. want you
0: home Man, I be begging
1: Mayor I'm like, yo Mayor, paint your joint And he's like, nah, 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 nah The other day We go to dinner with him and his wife and she's like, "Yeah, I will be making, you know, he wanna he wanna color it, but I think he looks better salt and pepper." I'm like, "Bulls, yo, get that tussing going, boy!" <laughs> like, so it's called rewind. All it's right. gonna be all over Walgreens. Rewind, rewind. I'm there. It's going to be all over Target, all over Walgreens, all over Walmart, all over your supermarkets. We got Travis Kelsey on the box. We got Khaled on the box. We got Tyson Beckford on the box. We got Giancarlo from the Novellas on the box.
0: That's big. Yo,
1: we, we, I mean, Tank. We got everybody. Fat Joe's on the box. That's big. And so, you know. I'm shooting for a position on the box, y'all. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? And But what happens is painting your beard and painting your hair is almost like Cotex. oh right God. it's almost like guys are scared to buy this they don't they don't live up to it so we're gonna make it cool to where you could go you know and buy your 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 box and feel like yeah 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 i'm getting the dj cali color it is what it is got you you know what i'm saying we, i am mad that you i love that we're bringing the empowerment back to the fellas
0: yeah Yo, when you get an idea about anything making money getting a bag what, what's the first thing you do well um, do you
1: call your lawyer, do you call your manager, your friend, your wife? What, what what happens? Well, I think about it and I really think about it and I try to perfect it and perfect it and perfect it. And then I put the team together and, and I don't have a problem with partnering up with somebody like like the rewind I'm doing it with, it's a ten. It's a billion dollar company. They do shampoo all across the world. And uh it's my sister, she's a Bordequa, she's worth three, four billion. Right. And so I stepped to her and said, let's do this. I got an idea. She was like, bet, brother, let's do it. But she automatically, you know, some people like a hundred percent, you know, I watched Jay-Z say this recently, some people like a hundred percent of something that ain't really worth nothing. You can have 1% of something that's worth millions and billions, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, you know, I would partner up with somebody who really, really knows that business. Right. You know, that I could trust as well as a partner. So I bring the idea. We'll market. We'll promote. We'll get it done. You know, I put up my own money as well all the time. You know, I've been independent artist for 16 years. I put up my own money for videos, for studios, sample clearance, everything. My lawyers, my everything. How important are the lawyers to you? For me? Lawyers are important, but most of all, it's uh, ownership. Mm. I like being a boss. I like being an entrepreneur. When you're a boss, nobody could fire you. That's my whole thing. And okay. anybody could get fired. I like that. It could always be a sad day. That's facts. Always. So I don't like feeling like somebody could come in here and tell me, yo, you got to go. So I like to own everything. That's what's up. So this is the Go Talk. I'm your man, Big Spans, DJ Enough. That's my guy, Joe Crack, the Dawn. And the star of the show, The Bear. It's Fuzzy The Bear. The Bear. The Bear. And now you know when all you artists come up in here, sit down with the bear, take your picture, that's a Terror Squad member. You got to thank Fat Joe. Yo, I should have threw a fake TS chain on this guy a long time ago. (laughs) Then you would have really understood. It would have been like Big Pun Fat Joe and Fuzzy the Bear. 100%. Shout out to TT, Uh, It's going to be off the chain.
0: That's it. This is a show right here. y'all. 10 to 3. tapping with us. You all
1: It's It's on, on, baby.
0: Thanks, Joe. Go talk Go go
1: go talk Go
0: talk Hey y'all Thank you so much For tuning in Go talk is something real That I love to Talk to you guys Make sure you guys subscribe And don't forget Next week we have A new episode dropping Go 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 talk